Greetings, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I am going to start a new series regarding um, cleansing of your home, energy cleansing. And so this one is going to be titled uh, Four Steps or Four Ways to uh, Cleanse Your House um, Energetically. So your home's energy field can become a beacon of light within the vast, pulsating paranormal of energy and spiritual vitality, which is the cosmos. It can consist constantly receive energy from the myriad forces which surround it, and in turn, it can send out its own unique energy, its own pure and individual spark of meaning and strength. After you have cleared and harmonized your home, it can function both as collecting point and a transmitting point for energy. Your home can become an island of peace in time and space that will attract the love and clarity of the universe and in tune will radiate these qualities out into the world. In order to, to achieve this effect, it is necessary first to master the four basic steps of house clearing. So what I'm going to speak about now is there are four ways in which to cleanse your home. One is preparation, two is purification, three is invocation, and four is preservation. Now the four steps form a foundation which you can build upon with the specific techniques that you will learn and as I go on. You can use these four steps as a kind of basic framework within which you can improvise with previous techniques to suit the specific needs of your situation. There are steps you will need to go through first in clearing your home. One, preparation. Preparation for house cleaning can take many forms. However, it is important that some kind of personal preparation occurs before the clearing. There are two ways which are essential to include in your preparation. First, you need to be very clear about what your intentions is for the clearing that you do. And second, you need to prepare by doing personal spiritual and physical exercises. Becoming clear about your intentions. So, as we know, where intention goes, energy flows. So, your intention is very important in any clearing that you do. This isn't only your conscious intention, it is also your subconscious or inner intention. Your inner intention will determine the outcome of your house clearing. And it is important to consider what your your intention is when you are clearing a space. If the foundation of the intent is a positive, strong energy, the clearing that you do will flow easily and beautifully. Thinking about your intention is also a good way to begin to expand your awareness of the interior spaces of your home and to begin to interact with them. Ask yourself the following questions. What is my overall intention for my house clearing? If your overall conscious and subconscious intention is to instill an uplifting energy into your home for the betterment 
of the occupants and the betterment of humankind, so it will be. If your overall intention is to create a safe and magical haven for the rearing of children, so it will be. Your intention can be linked to a journey. Your overall intention is your destination and your specific intentions can be likened to the signposts along the way. Take time to ask yourself, what is your overall goal for the house and the people who dwell there? To what purpose are you undertaking the energy of clearing your home? Your overall intention can be likened to the creation of a building. When a house is built, their framework goes up first. The rest of the building is created around the basic structure. Your intent is the structure of your house clearing. Once you have the energy structure in place, then everything else you do will coalesce around the energy form. Find the overall intention that feels right for the space that you are clearing. Your intentions may be to contrib contribute to the expansion of beauty and serenity in the home, or your intention may be to make a contribution to the vibrant health and well-being of the home's occupants. Do you want to create an environment in which you can undertake the creative work you have dreamed of doing all your life? Or perhaps you wish to create a warm social center where friends and family can meet and share their hopes, laughter and tears together. Another overall intention could be the creation of a haven of prosperity and abundance. Take the time to clarify, define clearly, write down, and agree upon your intent. Your definition of intent may take time and patience, but it is essential to the first step. This work is similar to preparing the soil before you seed the ground. Your investment of time and energy will return to you many times over. Once you are clear about your overall intention, you do not need to keep thinking about it. Your intention will be instilled into the home at the time of the clearing, even if you are not constantly thinking about your intent. The reason that you do not need to think constantly about your intention is because it radiates out of your personal energy field as you are clearing the house or the home. Your intent becomes instilled in your energy field and then all of the techniques that you use will work in alignment with with your radiant intent what you are consciously aware of as you clear a home is only a small percentage of what is actually occurring intuitively you might put a bright crystal in a window even as a afterthought yet what you may think of of as only an afterthought may shift and positively influence probabilities that will spark a series of events in motion and have far-reaching effects. When your intent is clear and focused, then everything you do in the house clearing becomes an act infused with power. The more clearly you contribute, I'm sorry, the more clearly, clearly you articulate your intention at the beginning of the process, the greater the effects uh, which will follow. What specific results do I want for myself and the other occupants of the home? After you have clarified exactly what your overall intention is, decide what immediate and specific results you want. For example, if your overall intention is to generate a loving, creative energy in the home, a specific intention might be to shift energy in the home so that you can write poetry easily and creatively. 
This specific goal could be further broken, broken down into small objectives. For example, you might decide that you need to create a beautiful workspace separate from normal living spaces of the rest of your home in which you do your writing. You would then need to decide what characteristics of such a room or a part of a room would be most conducive to your overall goals. If your overall intention is to create a social center where friends and family can meet and share together, then you might want to consider what specific elements your heart tells you would help bring the overall intention into being. Do you see the social center of your home in the kitchen which with a large oak table in the center of a light-filled room? Are people gathered there laughing and chatting while you prepare nourishing, delicious meals? Or do you see or do you see and your do you see your friends gathered in the evening in a warmly lit room, perhaps with a fire crackling in a in a grate? Are the gatherings for pure enjoyment or are they centered around a common focus such as support group for environmental issues? You might want to think of your overall intention as being like a like a picture taken from a plane. Your specific intentions would be then coming to earth and bringing into focus the streets you live on, your house, the rooms inside, the furniture, the books on the table, and flowers in a vase, all of the details which will bring your overall goals to life. To decide on specific intentions, you might consider talking to all members of the household and asking them what are their exact goals and visions for the period of time they will be living in the home. What are their dreams? How do they see it? It might be valuable to have a house meeting to discuss the purpose of the house clearing, Talk specifically about what each member would like to feel while in the home. It often helps to write down your overall intention and be specific um, intentions as a group. Not only will this bring you closer together as a group, but the energy of everyone who participates will contribute, contribute to the power of the clearing of the home and everyone will reap the benefits as a group from the new energy that will flow throughout the house or the home. What long-term results do you expect to achieve? As you are clearing, as you are clarifying your intention, be sure to include the long-term results that are part of your vision. Let me share some examples. So number one, overall intention. A home conducive to art and creativity. Specific intentions. Empty out seldom used spare bedroom and I'm sorry, and uh, I'm sorry, I wrote all of this down <laughs> trying to read from my notes. Empty out seldom used spare bedroom, install appropriate lighting for a studio, make time in studio and schedule every week for painting. Long term results the creation and sale of the paintings and the exploration of the creative potential. So another example would be um, overall intention, a home that is abundant and prosperous, prosperous, specific intentions, a financial increase at work, objects within the home that feel abundant to you. You can list uh, specifically what they might be, fulfillment of personal dreams, example, luxury, luxury liner, cruise, 
long-term results, a continuing and growing feeling of expansiveness and always knowing that you have enough for all of your needs to be met. Now, your list of specifics may be very long or relatively short. Try to get a very clear picture of the long-term results you envision. They can be a beautiful picture you keep in your mind, which can infuse even your smallest actions with a wonderful sense of purpose and deep meaning. By doing this, you create a template for the future. You instill a template that energy adheres to in the months following your house clearing. Spiritual and Physical Preparation Now the day before you perform a space clearing ceremony, decide what methods you are going to use. Make sure that you have all the tools that you will need. Different practitioners will have different guidelines for preparation. These are my personal guidelines. The day before, one of the fastest ways to clean the energy in a home is simply by cleaning it. Almost everyone can notice the difference in the feeling of a home before and after it has been cleaned. Not only does the general straightening of the clutter make a psychological difference in feeling, but whenever your home is clean, there are subtle shifts in the energy fields that people will feel. I don't necessarily believe in having a compulsively neat house. I feel that it is important to feel comfortable and creative and relaxed in your home. If you don't feel like doing the dishes after a meal and feel like letting them sit until the next day, so be it. If you, if you feel like throwing your clothes over your shoulders as you undress, let them fly. My home often looks like a major disaster area. However, before a house cleaning, it is valuable to clean your home. The deeper the cleaning, the better. Wash, <coughs> excuse me, wash the windows, vacuum under the bed, really, really give your entire home a deep and thorough cleaning. This will greatly facilitate the clearing and will give your home a stronger energy field. Now, sometimes my home does look like a major disaster because of all of the uh, busy, because I'm so very busy and working all the time. But I always, always, always make time to uh, take time out to cleanse my home thoroughly. Now, the night before, do not eat the night before or eat. Only very lightly, so you are not going to bed on a full stomach. Prepare all the tools you will need for the clearing the next day. Purify them by moving them through smoke. Or, if the weather is nice and clear, you can clear them out in the sun for a few hours the day before. For example, if you are using a rattle in your ceremony, hold the rattle over smoking sage or some incense and allow the smoke to cleanse your rattle. Symbolically, in preparation for the ceremony, also be sure to purify the clothes that you will wear during the ceremony. You can do this by making sure that they are clean and either letting them air in the sun when weather permits or moving smoke over them. Before going to bed, ask Spirit to work with you in your dreams to prepare you for the cleansing. When I speak of spirit, I mean whatever your sense of a higher goodness is, whether it be a sense of a personal god or goddess, or that special feeling you have when you walk through a grove of stately trees, or your belief 
<clears throat> that within every human being there is a potential for goodness. Whatever you feel is um, the higher creator or your higher creation, connect with your idea of spirit and ask to infuse every cell of your body while you are sleeping, making your making you powerfully powerful and ready to act as a channel for the energy as you clear your house for the next day. Now, upon rising, for optimum results, rise before the sun is up or in the early morning. The energy of the earth is fresher and more potent at this time. Meditate, asking for guidance and assistance from personal guides, the guardians, and spirit. As the time project, as at the time project your energy forward into the day and visualize or imagine yourself going from room to room, cleansing and clearing each room. Then imagine the ceremony is complete, and your entire home is radiant with bright, sparkling energy. Take a salt bath. This is, this is for the purpose of ablution before your ceremony. Add one pound of salt to your water and soak for at least 20 minutes. It's all right to rinse off after your bath. If you don't have a bathtub, then gently um, rub salt all over your body. While you're in a shower, let the salt sit for a few minutes and then rinse it off. If using the shower method, be sure that you have rubbed the salt into the bottom of your feet. Put on the clothes that you have laid out, especially for the ceremony. Do not wear any jewelry. I feel it preferable to work without shoes on, as the soles of your feet can more easily become sensitive to the energies in the house. However, this is optional. Gather together all your items that you are going to use for the clearing of the home. Now you're ready to, to begin. Next step, purification. Energy in a room can be compared to water in a mountain stream. Imagine that there is a bend in the stream and that in this bend, leaves and sticks and debris have collected over time, partially clogging the little stream of clear cold water. You can reach down and clear it out, yet after a while, as more leaves wash downstream, the leaves will begin to collect again. Room purification is similar to removing the debris from the little stream in that you can energize the spaces in the room where energy tends to go dormant or stagnant. However, you will notice that after a while the energy will become sluggish in those corners again so that it is necessary to perform this ritual on a regular basis. Now before you can begin to install new energy fields in a home, it is important to cleanse the overall energy first. Invoking energy into a home before it is cleared can be likened to picking a beautiful bouquet of flowers, but then putting them in a vase filled with old, wilted flowers. The reason why rooms need to be cleansed is because the flowers can become stagnant, and the stagnant energy affects the health and well-being of the occupants of the room. Energy particularly become stagnant in the corners of a room because energy travels in circular spiral movements, which pre precludes the corners. It also becomes stagnant because of illness or negative emotions that have become um, that, uh, that have become experienced in the room. Stagnation occurs too because of the 
emanations of the objects in the room or due to the placement of the objects in the room. Now, there are many ways that you can cleanse the stagnant energies in a room. And um, I suge suggest that you approach the room the same way a sculptor would approach a block of marble before starting a new sculpture. She first takes a large sledgehammer and feels great blows to the raw stone, leaving the crude form exposed. Then the tools become more and more refined until finally she uses the finest grade sandpaper to polish the finished work to the lustrous sheen. Before beginning, stand back and let the room speak to you. Clearly envision the finished project just as the sculptor envisions the intricate form caught within the uncut stone. With this vision clearly within your mind, start with your most powerful tool to begin breaking up and moving the energy around the room. As you proceed, you will want to use more and more refined room clearing tools. For example, if you are clearing energy using bells, begin with your biggest, loudest bell. When you have completed circling a room using that bell, then proceed to a higher, more refined sound, perhaps a smaller bell. Allow the bells to become more and more refined. Perhaps your last choice of instrument might be a tuning fork, which creates a very refined energy. Begin by standing at the front door of your home, holding in your mind your intention for the clearing. When you enter the home, I suggest that you do the following. Open to energy flowing through your body. Stretch each and every part of your body. Energy travels through your body through the meridian system, but also along the surface of the bones. As your bioelectrical energy travels throughout your body and through the joints, it is important to have your joints open and free. Make sure that every joint gets stretched. The exercises that dancers or martial artists use to warm up are useful for this. For example, begin by reaching slowly up toward the ceiling with your fingers, first with one hand and then the other. Make your motion slow and fluid. After you have done this for several repetitions, you might want to slowly stretch your arms over uh, one side and then over to the other side. Keep your knees slightly bent while doing this. Repeat several times and slowly reach toward your toes. This is only one suggest suggestion. Any physical warm-up which feels good to you is appropriate. Do not do anything which causes you pain. The point is to get energy flowing through you to unblock any blocked areas so that joy and radiance enter you and exclude from all your cells head to toe. Also, drink a large glass of energized pure water before you begin. Drinking a glass of water facilitates the flow of biological energy throughout the body. There are several ways that you can energize the water. Either hold your water over a glass, either hold your hand over a glass of water and project image rainbow light flowing from your hand into the water or place a glass of water in the sunlight or moonlight for two hours. Expand, <clears throat> excuse me, your aura to fill the room. Step into the middle of the room that you are going to clear. Mentally announce yourself and radiate your overall intention into the room. 
Begin to take very deep, full breaths. Each time you exhale, expand your aura to fill the room. Expand your sense of self so that you become the room. Let every breath encompass the room to the point where you feel as though you are breathing the room. Offer prayers. Still your mind and offer prayers of thanksgiving for the help that you will receive as you clear the room. The best prayers are spontaneous ones offered from your heart rather than formalized or memorized ones. In your prayers, ask for assistance and guidance from spirit for the space clearing ceremony that you are about to perform. Sensitize your hands. Roll up your sleeves and sensitize your hands. Make sure that your hands are very clean. One effective method for sensitizing your hands is to hold just a few inches apart. Hold them a few inches apart with the palms facing each other. Then slowly begin moving them together and apart. <clears throat> it should feel as though there is a magnet in each hand and that these two magnets are pushing and pulling your hands apart and together. At the same time as you are doing this, imagine that there is a ball of light in between your palms. Imagine the ball of light getting brighter and brighter with every moment of your hair, every movement of your hands. Continue to breathe deeply and fully as you do this. Circle the room. Starting with the easternmost corner of the room, begin to circle the room. Use your left hand to feel and perceive places where the energy feels sticky or erratic. Use your right hand to do the clearing with either a bell or a rattle, water sprayer or salt, etc. Let your heart guide you in deciding the location of the stagnant energy fields. Open your mind wide to let this information come in. Do not worry if at first you have trouble perceiving the stagnant areas, be patient and trust that a higher part of you does know exactly what is needed. Even if you are not consciously aware of where the stagnant energies are, with practice you will become more adept at, adept at quickly perceiving which energies are stuck. It is a matter of developing your intuition while letting go of doubt and a too intellectual approach. You may find that there will be times when you will want to use your right hand to perceive energy while your left hand holds your clearing tool. This is perfectly all right. It is important to do what feels best to you. There may be times when you will need to use both of your hands for clearing. You will know when to do this by listening to the room. By opening your mind to all of the energy in the room, you will eventually come to hear what is asking you for and will be able to adapt your approach to the individual needs of any room or situation. It is necessary to adjust your ceremony to the tools you have at hand and the circumstance, circumstances a particular room presents you with. Keep circling the room as the energy becomes lighter and more refined. There are four ways to tell when the room has been cleared of stagnant energy. One. Colors will look brighter just as when the sun shines after a heavy rain. A room with stagnant energy looks physically dull and lifeless. Two, sounds will be crisper and clearer. In a stagnant room, sounds seem muffled. Three, you will feel you can breathe more deeply. 
you will often feel shortness of breath or as if there is a lack of oxygen in a room with stagnant energy. Four, you will feel lighter and freer. A stagnant room will make you feel heavy. If It can even feel as if you are trying to walk through molasses. Next, the next topic is invocation. After you have cleared stagnant energies in a room, you will want to fill the room with radiant light and crystal energy. This is called invoking, consecrating, dedicating, or sanctifying energy. All of these words describe what, what occurs when you call energy into a room. And I use these words interchangeably. The American Heritage Dictionary definition of these words are useful because they describe some of the special qualities and power inherent in the meaning of this process. Invoke, to call upon a higher power for assistance, support, or inspiration. Consecrate, to declare or set apart as sacred, to dedicate solemnly to a service or a goal, to make vulnerable or hollow. Dedicate. To set apart a deity or religious purpose, to set apart for a special use. Sanctify, to set apart for sacred use, to make holy, to make productive of holiness or spiritual blessing. Now, it is essential that you call or invoke energy into the home after it has been cleared. Not doing so would be like clearing, like cleaning a flower vase. But never putting fresh fresh flowers into it. You can call energy in with some of the same tools that you use for clearing. However, when you use the same tools, your intentions change. You have the intention of calling energy instead of clearing energy. For example, you can use a bell to break up stagnant energy when you first enter a home. But later, you can use the same bell to invoke energy and invoke spirit. A drum can be a powerful device to dispel stagnant energy, but it can also be used to later to invoke a healing energy into the home. When you sanctify your home, you are asking for spirit to fill your home. You are calling upon guardians in the realm of spirit to come forth bringing the energy of love. Be specific when calling forth spirit into your home. Be specific about the direction in which you desire the energy to flow. Perhaps you want to dedicate the energy of the home to healing, or perhaps you want to dedicate the energy of the home to fun and joy. Once the home is cleared and clean, it is like an unpainted canvas. You can fill it with whatever you desire. I suggest that you dedicate your entire home to one purpose, overall intention, and then you can go room to room invoking different dedications for each specific intention. For example, you might dedicate an entire home to the emotional well-being of the family, then dedicate the energy of the room of a teenager who is deeply involved in school studies to clarity of thought and purpose. The dedication of the child's room would come under the umbrella of the overall de dedication for the entire home, but would be specifically tuned into his or her own needs. The three steps in invocations are similar to purification, open to energy flowing through your body. After doing the house cleaning, you need to shift gears so that you can sanctify the house. To do this, um, 
be gently I'm sorry to to be to do this begin to gently shake your body all over only as far as your physical condition allows let everything in your body become very loose take a few deep breaths and just shake the shaking might feel as if it starts as fine vibration deep inside your body and then begins to expand to fill your entire body there should come a point in your shaking where you are not deciding how to shake. You are just allowing yourself self to be shaken. Completely let go of your mind when this happens. As you shake, withdraw your energy from the past to the future. Time is an invention, an illusion. Shake through the past away. Shake concerns for the future away. Let everything go and enter into the exquisite now. When this occurs, there is a remarkable explosion of creativity and energy that will fill you. Allow the shaking to subside and be still for a moment to be open to energy flowing through your body. Expand your aura to fill the entire home. Let the energy that is all that is all of you and your awareness fill the house. This sum total of the energy which makes you a unique individual is what sometimes calls is called the person's aura. Hold their intention of what energy you desire to invoke for your home. Let your intention surge out of your waves of energy. Begin to take a very deep, full breath and enter each time, you, I'm sorry, and each time you exhale, keep expanding your aura to fill each room. Expand your sense of self so that you become their entire home. Let every breath encompass the home to the point where you feel like you are breathing the home. Offer prayers, still in your mind, and ask for beneficent guides and guardians to fill the home. Once again, the best prayers come from your heart rather than formalized or memorized ones. However, by the way of example, I've included a very basic prayer for consecrating your home to sanctify the entire house. Stand in a room that feels most central to the home. This is the prayer. May the creator that dwells in all things come forward and fill this home. I ask that this house be sanctuary for all who shall enter. I ask that good thoughts and good actions emanate from this home. May this home bring comfort and healing for all who live here. May this home be a healing center and light of light and love. I ask that in the name of the Most High, Holy Creator. Amen. When you have completed your prayer, you can seal it by using whatever tool you have chosen. If you use a bell at the end of each line of the prayer, ring the bell. And then solemnly at the end of the prayer, ring the bell again. Another example would be sprinkling water in the four directions um, at the end of the prayer. Please remember, it is not a specific instrument that you would use, but rather it is what is in your heart and mind that is important during any ceremony. After you have completed the consecration of your entire home, then move from room to room, invoking energy into each room. Remember to include your specific intentions. Stand in the center of each room while you consecrate it. If it is a large room, you don't need to spend a lot of time in each room, but it is important that each room is acknowledged. When you are clean, cleansing a home, even the closets, nooks, and corners 
happy to be included. But when you are invoking energy for a room, it is not necessary to go into every closet. Your attention can quickly flow through the unimpeded energy paths of a cleanse of a cleared room. Simply open all of the doors in each of the rooms before you begin. When you have completed sanctifying the entire house, be sure to give a prayer of thanksgiving for the assistance that was received. Next topic, preservation. Once you have cleared a home of stagnant energies and have invoked energy into your home, then it is valuable to preserve the energy that you have called in. I use what I call home protectors and home energy to maintain and sustain the energy fields that have been invoked. There are numerous examples of things that you can do to pre preserve the energy that you set in your home. For example, um, at the conclusion of the invoking ceremony, you can take a quartz quish, I'm sorry, a quartz crystal that has been cleansed and and dedicated to the crystal to balance and peace within the home. You can place the crystal in a centrally located room in the home so that it can continue to radiate a balanced, peaceful energy. Another example of preservation, preserving the energy of the home is to write down clearly on a piece of paper what the overall intention for their entire house is. When you might obtain a house plant for the sole purpose of helping to preserve the energy, that you have created. Fold the paper with your written intention and place it in the soil near the roots of the plant. For every time the, you water the plant, reaffirm your intentions for your home and know that the life spirit of the plant will continue to the, will, con, will contribute to the energy of your home. Now these steps um, from a framework of all the other techniques um, as you allow them, your home will shine with lovely, radiant energy. It is important to mention that these techniques are for cleaning your home and they can produce excellent results. However, please do not use professionally clearing the homes of others before you receive any additional intensive training. Okay, so you want to make sure that you receive training um, before you um, go out and say that you can professionally cleanse someone else's home. Professionals not only access energy to cleanse and clear homes, but they are also skilled in addressing underlying psychological concerns of house occupants, which is absolutely necessary in any professional house clearing. So basically, those are the steps to cleansing a home, a sacred space. I like to keep my space sacred. I like to keep my home sacred. And these are the rituals that I use. Um, and I usually do these rituals um, probably four times a year um, when the seasons change. And um, they have been very beneficial to me and the energy in my home. And for the most part, I always try to keep my home um, cleansed and cleared. Sometimes it gets a little messy, you know, like I said, due to my day-to-day -day busy schedule. But I always, always take time out, especially during the four different seasons, to thoroughly cleanse the energy in my home and to thoroughly cleanse my home.
I hope these tips have helped. And I hope um, that you all will enjoy using this, these tips. And I thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I want you all to have a beautiful day. And remember to always stay positive. I love you guys. Have a good night. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I am going to start a new series regarding um, cleansing of your home, energy cleansing. And so this one is going to be titled uh, Four Steps or Four Ways to uh, Cleanse Your House um, Energetically. So your home's energy field can become a beacon of light within the vast pulsating paranormal of energy and spiritual vitality, which is the cosmos. It can consist constantly receive energy from the myriad forces which surround it, and in turn, it can send out its own unique energy, its own pure and individual spark of meaning and strength. After you have cleared and harmonized your home, it can function both as collecting point and a transmitting point for energy. Your home can become an island of peace in time and space that will attract the love and clarity of the universe and in tune will radiate these qualities out into the world. In order to, to achieve this effect, it is necessary first to master the four basic steps of house clearing. So what I'm going to speak about now is there are four ways in which to cleanse your home. One is preparation, two is purification, three is invocation, and four is preservation. Now the four steps form a foundation which you can build upon with the specific techniques that you will learn and as I go on. You can use these four steps as a kind of basic framework within which you can Im improvise with previous techniques to suit the specific needs of your situation. There are steps you will need to go through first in clearing your home. One, preparation. Preparation for house cleaning can take many forms. However, it is important that some kind of personal preparation occurs before the clearing. There are two ways which are essential to include in your preparation. First, you need to be very clear about what your intentions is for the clearing that you do. And second, you need to prepare by doing personal, spiritual, and physical exercising. exercises. Becoming clear about your intentions. So, as we know, where intention goes, energy flows. So your intention is very important in any clearing that you do. This isn't only your conscious intention, it is also your subconscious or inner intention. Your inner intention will determine the outcome of your house clearing. And it is important to consider what your, your intention is when you are clearing a space. If the foundation of the intent is a positive, strong energy, the clearing that you do 
will flow easily and beautifully. Thinking about your intention is also a good way to begin to expand your awareness of the interior spaces of your home and to begin to interact with them. Ask yourself the following questions. What is my overall intention for my house clearing? If your overall conscious and subconscious intention is to instill an uplifting energy into your home for the betterment of the occupants and the betterment of humankind, so it will be. If your overall intention is to create a safe and magical haven for the rearing of children, so it will be. Your intention can be linked to a journey. Your overall intention is your destination and your specific intentions can be likened to the signposts along the way. Take time to ask yourself what is your overall goal for the house and the people who dwell there. To what purpose are you undertaking the energy of clearing your home? Your overall intention can be likened to the creation of a building. When a house is built, their framework goes up first. The rest of the building is created around the basic stru structure. Your intent is the structure of your house clearing. Once you have the energy structure in place, then everything else you do will coalesce around the energy form. Find the overall intention that feels right for the space that you are clearing. Your intentions may be to contrib contribute to the expansion of beauty and serenity in the home, or your intention may be to make a contribution to the vibrant health and well-being of the home's occupants. Do you want to create an environment in which you can undertake the creative work you have dreamed of doing all your life? Or perhaps you wish to create a warm social center where friends and family can meet and share their hopes, laughter and tears together. Another overall intention could be the creation of a haven of prosperity and abundance. Take the time to clarify, define clearly, write down, and agree upon your intent. Your definition of intent may take time and patience, but it is essential to the first step. This work is similar to preparing the soil before you seed the ground. Your investment of time and energy will return to you many times over. Once you are clear about your overall intention, you do not need to keep thinking about it. Your intention will be instilled into the home at the time of the clearing, even if you are not constantly thinking about your intent. The reason that you do not need to think constantly about your intention is because it radiates out of your personal energy field as you are clearing the house or the home. Your intent becomes instilled in your energy field and then all of the techniques that you use will work in alignment with, with your radiant intent. What you are consciously aware of as you clear a home is only a small percentage of what is actually occurring. Intuitively, you might put a bright crystal in a window even as an afterthought, yet what you may think of, of as only an afterthought may shift and positively influence probabilities that will spark a series of events in motion and have far-reaching effects. When your intent is clear and focused, then everything you do in the house clearing becomes an act infused with power. The more clearly you contribute, I'm sorry, the more clearly, clearly you articulate your intention at the beginning of the process, the greater the effects uh, which will follow.
What specific results do I want for myself and the other occupants of the home? After you have clarified exactly what your overall intention is, decide what immediate and specific results you want. For example, if your overall intention is to generate a loving, creative energy in the home, a specific intention might be to shift energy in the home so that you can write poetry easily and creatively. This specific goal could be further broken, broken down into small objectives. For example, you might decide that you need to create a beautiful workspace separate from normal living spaces of the rest of your home in which you do your writing. You would then need to decide what characteristics of such a room or a part of a room would be most conducive to your overall goals. If your overall intention is to create a social center where friends and family can meet and share together, then you might want to consider what specific elements your heart tells you would help bring the overall intention into being. Do you see the social center of your home in the kitchen which, with a large oak table in the center of a light-filled room? Are people gathered there laughing and chatting while you prepare nourishing, delicious meals? Or do you see... Or do you see and your do you see your friends gathered in the evening in a warmly lit room, perhaps with a fire crackling in a in a grate? Are the gatherings for pure enjoyment or are they centered around a common focus such as support group for environmental issues? You might want to think of your overall intention as being like a like a picture taken from a plane. Your specific intentions would be then coming to earth and bringing into focus the streets you live on, your house, the rooms inside, the furniture, the books on the table, and flowers in a vase, all of the details which will bring your overall goals to life. To decide on specific intentions, you might consider t talking to all members of the household and asking them what are their exact goals and visions for the period of time they will be living in the home. What are their dreams? How do they see it? It might be valuable to have a house meeting to discuss the purpose of the house clearing. Talk specifically about what each member would like to feel while in the home. It often helps to write down your overall intention and be specific um, intentions as a group. Not only will this bring you closer together as a group, but the energy of everyone who participates will contribute, contribute to the power of the clearing of the home, and everyone will reap the benefits as a group from the new energy that will flow throughout the, ho the house or the home. What long-term results do you expect to achieve? As you, are clearing, as you are clarifying your intention, be sure to include the long-term results that are part of your vision. Let me share some examples. So number one, overall intention. A home conducive to art and creativity. Specific intentions. Empty out seldom used spare bedroom. In, I'm sorry. And, uh, I'm sorry. I wrote all of this down. <laughs> trying to read from my notes. Empty out seldom used spare bedroom. Install appropriate lighting for a studio. Make time in studio and schedule every week for painting. Long-term results the creation and sale of the paintings, and the exploration of the creative potential. 
So another example would be um, overall intention, a home that is abundant and prosperous, prosperous. Specific intentions, a financial increase at work, objects within the home that feel abundant to you. You can list uh, specifically what they might be. Fulfillment of personal dreams, example, luxury, luxury liner, cruise, long-term results, a continuing and growing feeling of expansiveness and always knowing that you have enough for all of your needs to be met. Now, your list of specifics may be very long or relatively short. Try to get a very clear picture of the long-term results you envision. They can be a beautiful picture you keep in your mind, which can infuse even your smallest actions with a wonderful sense of purpose and deep meaning. By doing this, you create a template for the future. You instill a template that energy adheres to in the months following your house clearing. Spiritual and physical preparation. Now, the day before you perform a space clearing ceremony, decide what methods you are going to use. Make sure that you have all the tools that you will need. Different practitioners will have different guidelines for preparation. These are my personal guidelines. The day before, one of the fastest ways to clean the energy in a home is simply by cleaning it. Almost everyone can notice the difference in the feeling of a home before and after it has been cleaned. Not only does the general straightening of the clutter make a psychological difference in feeling, but whenever your home is clean, there are subtle shifts in the energy fields that people will feel. I don't necessarily believe in having a compulsively neat house. I feel that it is important to feel comfortable and creative and relaxed in your home. If you don't feel like doing the dishes after a meal and feel like letting them sit until the next day, so be it. If you, if you feel like throwing your clothes over your shoulders as you undress, let them fly. My home often looks like a major disaster area. However, before a house cleaning, it is valuable to clean your home. The deeper the cleaning, the better. Wash, <coughs> excuse me, wash the windows, vacuum under the bed, really, really give your entire home a deep and thorough cleaning. This will greatly facilitate the clearing and will give your home a stronger energy field. Now, sometimes my home does look like a major disaster because of all of the uh, busy, because I'm so very busy and working all the time. But I always, always, always make time to uh, take time out to cleanse my home thoroughly. Now, the night before, do not eat the night before or eat. Only very lightly, so you are not going to bed on a full stomach. Prepare all the tools you will need for the clearing the next day. Purify them by moving them through smoke. Or, if the weather is nice and clear, you can clear them out in the sun for a few hours the day before. For example, if you are using a rattle in your ceremony, hold the rattle over smoking sage or some incense and allow the smoke to cleanse your rattle. Symbolically, in preparation for the ceremony, also be sure to purify the clothes that you will wear during the ceremony. You can do this by making sure that they are clean and either letting them air in the sun. 
when the weather permits, or moving smoke over them. Before going to bed, ask spirit to work with you in your dreams to prepare you for the cleansing. When I speak of spirit, I mean whatever your sense of a higher goodness is, whether it be a sense of a personal god or goddess, or that special feeling you have when you walk through a group of stately trees, or your belief that within every human being there is a potential for goodness, whatever you feel is um, the higher creator or your higher creation, connect with your idea of spirit and ask to infuse every cell of your body while you are sleeping, making your making you powerfully powerful and ready to act as a channel for the energy as you clear your house for the next day. Now, upon rising, for optimum results, rise before the sun is up or in the early morning. The energy of the earth is fresher and more potent at this time. Meditate, asking for guidance and assistance from personal guides, the guardians, and spirit. As the time project, as at the time project your energy forward into the day and visualize or imagine yourself going from room to room, cleansing and clearing each room. Then imagine the ceremony is complete, and your entire home is radiant with bright, sparkling energy. Take a salt bath. This is, this is for the purpose of ablution before your ceremony. Add one pound of salt to your water and soak for at least 20 minutes. It's all right to rinse off after your bath. If you don't have a bathtub, then gently uh, rub salt all over your body. While you're in a shower, let the salt sit for a few minutes and then rinse it off. If using the shower method, be sure that you have rubbed the salt into the bottom of your feet. Put on the clothes that you have laid out, especially for the ceremony. Do not wear any jewelry. I feel it preferable to work without shoes on, as the soles of your feet can more easily become sensitive to the energies in the house. However, this is optional. Gather together all your items that you are going to use for the clearing of the home. Now you're ready to, to begin. Next step, purification. Energy in a room can be compared to water in a mountain stream. Imagine that there is a bend in the stream and that in this bend, leaves and sticks and debris have collected over time, partially clogging the little stream of clear cold water. You can reach down and clear it out, yet after a while, as more leaves wash downstream, the leaves will begin to collect again. Room purification is similar to removing the debris from the little stream in that you can energize the spaces in the room where energy tends to go dormant or stagnant. However, you will notice that after a while the energy will become sluggish in those corners again so that it is necessary to perform this ritual on a regular basis. Now before you can begin to install new energy fields in a home, it is important to cleanse the overall energy first. Invoking energy into a home before it is cleared can be likened to picking a beautiful bouquet of flowers, but then putting them in a vase filled with old, wilted flowers. The reason why rooms need to be cleansed is because the flowers can become stagnant, and the stagnant energy affects the health and well-being of the occupants of the room. Energy, particularly 
becomes stagnant in the corners of a room because energy travels in circular spiral movements, which precludes the corners. It also becomes stagnant because of illness or negative emotions that have become um, that uh, that have become experienced in the room. Stagnation occurs too because of the emanations of the objects in the room or due to the placement of the objects in the room. Now there are many ways that you can cleanse the stagnant energies in a room, and um, I suge- suggest that you approach the room the same way a sculptor would approach a block of marble before starting a new sculptor. She first takes a large sledgehammer and feels great blows to the raw stone, leaving the crude form exposed. Then the tools become more and more refined until finally... She uses the finest grade sandpaper to polish the finished work to the lustrous sheen. Before beginning, stand back and let the room speak to you. Clearly envision the finished project just as the sculptor envisions the intricate form caught within the uncut stone. With this vision clearly within your mind, start with your most powerful tool to begin breaking up and moving the energy around the room. As you proceed, you will want to use more and more refined room clearing tools. For example, if you are clearing energy using bells, begin with your biggest, loudest bell. When you have completed circling a room using that bell, then proceed to a higher, more refined sound, perhaps a smaller bell. Allow the bells to become more and more refined. Perhaps your last choice of instrument might be a tuning fork, which creates a very refined energy. Begin by standing at the front door of your home, holding in your mind your intention for the clearing. When you enter the home, I suggest that you do the following. Open to energy flowing through your body. Stretch each and every part of your body. Energy travels through your body through the meridian system, but also along the surface of the bones. As your bioelectrical energy travels throughout your body, and through the joints, it is important to have your joints open and free. Make sure that every joint gets stretched. The exercises that dancers or martial artists use to warm up are useful for this. For example, begin by reaching slowly up toward the ceiling with your fingers, first with one hand and then the other. Make your most motion slow and fluid. After you have done this for several repetitions, you might want to slowly stretch your arms over uh, one side and then over to the other side. Keep your knees slightly bent while doing this. Repeat several times and slowly reach toward your toes. This is only one suggestion. Any physical warm-up which feels good to you is appropriate. Do not do anything which causes you pain. The point is to get energy flowing through you to unblock any blocked areas so that joy and radiance enter you and exclude from all your cells head to toe. Also, drink a large glass of energized pure water before you begin. Drinking a glass of water facilitates the flow of biological energy throughout the body. There are several ways that you can energize the water. Either hold your water over 
a glass, or you can hold your hand over a glass of water and project image, rainbow light flowing from your hand into the water. Or place a glass of water in the sunlight or moonlight for two hours. Expand, <clears throat> excuse me, your aura to fill the room. Step into the middle of the room that you are going to clear. Mentally announce yourself and radiate your overall intention into the room. Begin to take very deep, full breaths. Each time you exhale, expand your aura to fill the room. Expand your sense of self so that you become the room. Let every breath encompass the room to the point where you feel as though you are breathing the room. Offer prayers. Still your mind and offer prayers of thanksgiving for the help that you will receive as you clear the room. The best prayers are spontaneous ones offered from your heart rather than formalized or memorized ones. In your prayers, ask for assistance and guidance from spirit for the space clearing ceremony that you are about to perform. Sensitize your hands. Roll up your sleeves and sensitize your hands. Make sure that your hands are very clean. One effective method for sensitizing your hands is to hold just a few inches apart. Hold them a few inches apart with the palms facing each other. Then slowly begin moving them together and apart. <clears throat> it should feel as though there is a magnet in each hand and that these two magnets are pushing and pulling your hands apart and together. At the same time as you are doing this, imagine that there is a ball of light in between your palms. Imagine the ball of light getting brighter and brighter with every moment of your hand, every movement of your hands. Continue to breathe deeply and fully as you do this. Circle the room. Starting with the easternmost corner of the room, begin to circle the room. Use your left hand to feel and perceive places where the energy feels sticky or erratic. Use your right hand to do the clearing with either a bell or a rattle, water sprayer or salt, etc. Let your heart guide you in deciding the location of the stagnant energy fields. Open your mind wide to let this information come in. Do not worry if at first you have trouble perceiving the stagnant areas, be patient and trust that a higher part of you does know exactly what is needed. Even if you are not consciously aware of where the stagnant energies are, with practice you will become more adept at, adept at quickly perceiving which energies are stuck. It is a matter of developing your intuition while letting go of doubt and a too intellectual approach. You may find that there will be times when you will want to use your right hand to perceive energy while your left hand holds your clearing tool. This is perfectly alright. It is important to do what feels best to you. There may be times when you will need to use both of your hands for clearing. You will know when to do this by listening to the room. By opening your mind to all of the energy in the room, you will eventually come to hear what is asking you for and will be able to adapt your approach to the individual needs of any room or situation. It is necessary to adjust your ceremony to the tools you have at hand and the circumstance, circumstances a particular room presents you with. Keep circling the room as the energy becomes lighter and more refined. 
There are four ways to tell when the room has been cleared of stagnant energy. One, colors will look brighter just as when the sun shines after a heavy rain. A room with stagnant energy looks physically dull and lifeless. Two, sounds will be crisper and clearer. In a stagnant room, sounds seem muffled. Three, you will feel you can breathe more deeply. You will often feel shortness of breath or as if there is a lack of oxygen in a room with stagnant energy. Four, you will feel lighter and freer. A stagnant room will make you feel heavy. If It can even feel as if you are trying to walk through molasses. Next, The next topic is invocation. After you have cleared stagnant energies in a room, you will want to fill the room with radiant light and crystal energy. This is called invoking, consecrating, dedicating, or sanctifying energy. All of these words describe what, what occurs when you call energy into a room. And I use these words interchangeably. The American Heritage Dictionary definition of these words are useful because they describe some of the special qualities and power inherent in the meaning of this process. Invoke, to call upon a higher power for assistance, support, or inspiration. Consecrate, to declare or set apart as sacred, to dedicate solemnly to a service or a goal, to make vulnerable or hollow. Dedicate, to set apart a deity or religious purpose, to set apart for a special use. Sanctify, to set apart for sacred use, to make holy, to make productive of holiness or spiritual blessing. Now, it is essential that you call or invoke energy into the home after it has been cleared. Not doing so would be like clearing, like cleaning a flower base, but never putting fresh, fresh flowers into it. You can call energy in with some of the same tools that you use for clearing. However, when you use the same tools, your intentions change. You have the intention of calling energy instead of clearing energy. For example, you can use a bell to break up stagnant energy when you first enter a home, but later you can use the same bell to invoke energy and invoke spirit. A drum can be a powerful device to dispel stagnant energy but it can also be used to later to invoke a healing energy into the home. When you sanctify your home, you are asking for spirit to fill your home. You are calling upon guardians in the realm of spirit to come forth bringing the energy of love. Be specific when calling forth spirit into your home. Be specific about the direction in which you desire the energy to flow. Perhaps you want to dedicate the energy of the home to healing or perhaps you want to dedicate the energy of the home to fun and joy. Once the home is cleared and clean, it is like an unpainted canvas. You can fill it with whatever you desire. I suggest that you dedicate your entire home to one purpose, overall intention, and then you can go room to room invoking different dedications for each specific intention. For example, you might dedicate an entire home to the emotional well-being of the family, then dedicate the energy of the room of a teenager who is deeply involved in school studies to clarity of thought and purpose. 
The dedication of the child's room would come under the umbrella of the overall dedication for the entire home, but would be specifically tuned into his or her own needs. The three steps in invocations are similar to purification, open to energy flowing through your body. After doing the house cleaning, you need to shift gears so that you can sanctify the house. To do this, um, be gently, I'm sorry, to, to, be, to do this, begin to gently shake your body all over, only as far as your physical condition allows. Let everything in your body become very loose, take a few deep breaths, and just shake. The shaking might feel as if it starts as fine vibration deep inside your body and then begins to expand to fill your entire body. There should come a point in your shaking where you are not deciding how to shake. You are just allowing yourself to be shaken. Completely let go of your mind when this happens. As you shake, withdraw your energy from the past to the future. Time is an invention, an illusion. Shake through the past away. Shake concerns for the future away. Let everything go and enter into the exquisite now. When this occurs, there is a remarkable explosion of creativity and energy that will fill you. Allow the shaking to subside and be still for a moment to be open to energy flowing through your body. Expand your aura to fill the entire home. Let the energy that is all that is all of you and your awareness fill the house. This sum total of the energy which makes you a unique individual is what sometimes calls is called the person's aura. Hold their intention of what energy you desire to invoke for your home. Let your intention surge out of your waves of energy. Begin to take a very deep, full breath and enter each time, you, I'm sorry, and each time you exhale, keep expanding your aura to fill each room. Expand your sense of self so that you become their entire home. Let every breath encompass the home to the point where you feel like you are breathing the home. Offer prayers, still in your mind, and ask for beneficent guides and guardians to fill the home. Once again, the best prayers come from your heart rather than formalized or memorized ones. However, by the way of example, I've included a very basic prayer for consecrating your home to sanctify the entire house. Stand in a room that feels most central to the home. This is the prayer. May the creator that dwells in all things come forward and fill this home. I ask that this house be sanctuary for all who shall enter. I ask that good thoughts and good actions emanate from this home. May this home bring comfort and healing for all who live here. May this home be a healing center and light of light and love. I ask that in the name of the Most High, Holy Creator. Amen. When you have completed your prayer, you can seal it by using whatever tool you have chosen. If you use a bell at the end of each line of the prayer, ring the bell. And then solemnly at the end of the prayer, ring the bell again. Another example would be sprinkling water in the four directions um, at the end of the prayer. Please remember, it is not a specific instrument that you would use, but rather, it is what 
it is in your heart and mind that is important during any ceremony. After you have completed the consecration of your entire home, then move from room to room, invoking energy into each room. Remember to include your specific intentions. Stand in the center of each room while you consecrate it. If it is a large room, you don't need to spend a lot of time in each room, but it is important that each room is acknowledged. When you are cleansing a home, even the closets, nooks, and corners need to be included. But when you are invoking energy for a room, it is not necessary to go into every closet. Your intention can quickly flow through the unimpeded energy paths of a cleanse of a cleared room. Simply open all of the doors in each of the rooms before you begin. When you have completed sanctifying the entire house, be sure to give a prayer of thanksgiving for the assistance that was received. Next topic, preservation. Once you have cleared a home of stagnant energies and have invoked energy into your home, then it is valuable to preserve the energy that you have called in. I use what I call home protectors and home energy to maintain and sustain the energy fields that have been invoked. There are numerous examples of things that you can do to preserve the energy that you set in your home. For example, um, at the conclusion of the invoking ceremony, you can take a quartz quish, I'm sorry, a quartz crystal that has been cleansed and and dedicated to, to the crystal to balance and peace within the home. You can place the crystal in a centrally located room in the home so that it can continue to radiate a balanced, peaceful energy. Another example of preservation, preserving the energy of the home is to write down clearly on a piece of paper what the overall intention for their entire house is. When you might obtain a house plant for the sole purpose of helping to preserve the energy that you have created, fold the paper with your written intention and place it in the soil near the roots of the plant. For every time you water the plant, reaffirm your intentions for your home and know that the life spirit of the plant will continue to the will can will contribute to the energy of your home. Now these steps um, from a framework of all the other techniques, um, as you allow them, your home will shine with lovely radiant energy. It is important to mention that these techniques are for cleaning your home, and they can produce excellent results. However, please do not use professionally clearing the homes of others before you receive any additional intensive training. Okay, so you want to make sure that you receive training um, before you um, go out and say that you can professionally cleanse someone else's home. Professionals not only access energy to cleanse and clear homes, but they are also skilled in addressing underlying psychological concerns of house occupants, which is absolutely necessary in any professional house clearing. So basically, those are the steps to cleansing a home, a sacred space. I like to keep my space sacred. I like to keep my home sacred. And these are the rituals that I use. Um, and I usually do these rituals um, probably four times a year. 
um, when the seasons change. And um, they have been very beneficial to me and the energy in my home. And for the most part, I always try to keep my home um, cleansed and cleared. Sometimes it gets a little messy, you know, like I said, due to my day-to-day -day busy schedule. But I always, always take time out, especially during the four different seasons, to thoroughly cleanse the energy in my home and to thoroughly cleanse my home. I hope these tips have helped, and I hope um, that you all will enjoy using this, these tips. And I thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I want you all to have a beautiful day. And remember to always stay positive. I love you guys. Have a good night.